Um, so Garrett, I am like super depressed. Oh, why are you super depressed? I mean, other than yeah, yeah I mean, all, all of the, the valid reasons and though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's not that though. Like, it's something really meaningful and important and like life changing, and not those things. Okay. Uh, what is it then? I just like. Watching this episode made me realize that I will never be cool. I will Wait, never, what? I'll never be like dressed as a straight up goth at like 14, walking away from an explosion, like with amazing dramatic music. Um, I mean, it's never too late. Well, I mean, it kind of is because I can't be 14 again. Yeah, but it's never too late. You could do it at... 40? <laughs> You're not 40. I mean, I'm getting closer, though. You are. I, I just didn't want to do math right now to figure it out. <laughs> um. So, math aside, would you want to record this episode? Um... Probably. Alright, cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I'm Shin Garrett. I'm Kit Kat. And this week we watched episode 45 of Digimon Tamers. Yeah, I almost watched episode 44 again, and I was like, hmm, this seems familiar. And then I was like, wait, are they doing the same episode again? And then I was like, wait, I am having a moment, a senior moment, because I've already watched this episode. That's true. You have. We watched it last week. Um, this episode, though, is The D-Reaper's Disguise, or Stand Up to the D-Reaper, Charge into the Zone. Which zone is that? The auto zone? The the spiral zone. The spiral zone. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Um... So, Kat, would you like to tell me about this episode like you do every week where you tell me about the episode? I suppose so. Uh, like right now? Yeah, like right now. Okay, I guess. So it starts off with them letting us know that uh, what Dobermon was doing was creating a digital grid, which is weird because you don't see any grid well i guess you see a grid on the kids as they're like transforming but externally you don't see a grid um and each of the kids like i guess goes through this grid um uh, with different thoughts so henry sort of talks about how he was selfish as a kid because he had all these siblings and he wanted attention and he like hurt another kid so then he was like oh i have to restrain myself and he's like that's been holding me back and then he has this matrix evolution. And then Rika is like, 
this one confuses me, but she's like, I never wished I was born a boy, but my father, dot, dot, dot. And then that she met the others and she realized she was sort of changing out of this person who was a tomboy and wanted to win everything. And that was scary and felt like she was getting weaker, but she's not. We can set aside analyzing that for later. And then Takato, being his simple self, was like, I never imagined I'd become a Digimon, but with Dukemon I can, and I'm so happy because I get to be with my friend forever, which is, like, very sweet. Um, and then that and the Matrix Evolution part is basically a third of the entire episode. It is, however, shocking how much they got into the other two-thirds. Uh, the next thing we really see is that, like, the little confetti bits that are left of the light um, that Dobermon split into start to sort of circle around Alex. Alex, so sorry, Alice. Um, and then turn into Dobermon's head. And she tries to reach out for him, and then he disappears, um, which is kind of sad. Uh, and then Dukemon specifically is like fighting the D-Reaper agents, which is what we're calling those things now. Um, and the adults sort of realize, oh gosh, there's Digimon fighting the agents. So then the kids must be nearby and the news is like reporting on it. So we see that from different points of view. And Roy, who we know is Alice's parent, is like, the kids can't fight alone, and he looks at his daughter in the picture frame, which leads to a lot of questions. And then he's like, Lee San, calling out to Henry's dad. Um, and then we get this this image that just, like, is so cool, and I will never be this cool, and I'm so upset about it, but of Alice, like, walking away from the explosion as the Digimon fight. Um, just amazing. And then Flippy's, I don't know, I guess, like, what I took away from this is that Lee, um, Henry's dad, wants to go get his kid and, like, leave. And Flippy is trying to talk him into staying, basically. Like, you can do better work here, let the kids fight, that kind of thing. Um, Rika's family is watching the TV, and Rika's mom's, like, kind of getting ready to cry because it's very upsetting. So I think a lot of the parents are kind of having a hard time with letting their small children fight monsters and possibly die which is legit so um and then flippy says this thing about like the digimon or with the kids i believe in the strength of the children and that convinces lee which i feel like would not convince me as a parent but frankly i've never been a parent so who knows and he's like cool 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 everybody back to work um and uh so the kids are like the kids matrix matrix evolutioned with their digimon are destroying the different uh, agents, but they keep reappearing and there's like more and more of them and everybody's like WTF. And then Daisy, one of the people who's working um, with the team, uh, Flippy and Lee's team, uh, Flippy goes to talk to her and he's like, hey, so the ARC is actually still alive and it's communicating through my communicator. Fucking fix that. And then he's like, info is power. And what I'd really like to know is why he's wearing sunglasses inside again. Um, then we flip to like friend B and friend A are both watching the fight. And meanwhile, like friend A is so into what's happening on TV that he doesn't really notice that Gardmon is getting kicked by either his sister or his mom. I'm not clear who that is. Um, and then, you know, he's like, I'm a tamer too. And Lotmon is like, 
listen, tiny human, we need to go to this fight. Like, those are people that we care about. And Susie's like, F, yeah. So they start going out. Um, and then all the three main characters um, are, like, working together. And they blow up one of the bigger agent things. Everybody watching on TV is, like, real tense. Um, uh, Guillemont's, like, yelling at it. And they're like, it's not an enemy you can talk to, my dude. The D-Reaper keeps, like, growing, like, some kind of creepy-looking cancer. And then Kenta's mom also, which is friend B, comes looking for him, and he's not there. And Susie's sister comes looking for her, like, where the fuck are you going? And who the fuck is that? Like, where's Lotman? And Susie's like, oh, this is Lotman, but he's big now. Um, and then uh, Duke Mon gets pulled into the D-Reaper, and so he's inside of the jello bubble thing. And the buildings are getting destroyed, so it's like, I don't know, it's very Akira-esque, where it's like veiny, pulsating, red, muscly-looking things that are like eating the buildings. Um, and Dukemon's like having a hard time staying together in the air inside of this thing, so they're like, oh no, and so they drop into a park, which hasn't been eaten yet, um, and Takata's like, why is this still here? And then Jerry appears and she's like, oh, it's only because the analysis of organic light forms is not complete yet. So she's um, barefoot uh, with creepy eyes. Um, and, uh, well, I guess they're more like evil eyes. And then it sort of flips to Impmon and Kulamon who are like walking around. And Kulamon's like, I want to go in there like a little kid at a carnival, and Edmond's like, F no, <laughs> um, and Jerry's, like, talking to Takato, and it's very clear that she's no longer Jerry, and she's like, you know, Jerry's not here anymore, or whatever, but, like, saying, like, Jerry was a fascinating sample, a foreign body that's algorithm was found to be similar to the D-Reaper, which is interesting, um, which leads uh, to very destructive behavior and some talk about, like, sorrow and blah, blah, blah. And Takato's basically like, what the fuck? And trying to get Jerry to, like, talk to him. He's very overwhelmed. And Guillemon's like, that's not Jerry. And Takato's like, but she's warm, which is a weird thing to say, but, you know, he's understandable. Um, and uh, Jerry says that the D-Reaper, through sort of absorbing Jerry, learned how to use human language. Um and then she starts, like, growing and turning into a more adult-looking person with these kind of weird blue wings coming out of the back. And says that, essentially, like, absorbing Jerry is also how the D-Reaper made agents. Takato's like, where's the real Jerry? Uh, and the D-Reaper's, like, not really giving him a clear answer. And the D-Reaper's like, humans are not worthy of existence. Um... And starts destroying the trees as she's walking toward him, uh, which I guess implies that the D-Reaper has figured out how to destroy organic material, so nothing is safe now. Um, and then uh, Gimon's like, we can't stay here. And the D-Reaper's like, eventually I'll delete her. And then outside of the bubble, Terry Ramon's like, we have to help Takato. And Henry's like, I know, but essentially like, what the fuck are we going to do? Um, Guardman shows up to help back them up, and then this, um, cool-looking Ultraman kind of dude with a very long scarf ends up landing on a building nearby, and we're all like, oh, who is this? Even though it's very clearly, um, Kenta's Digimon, I'm assuming, but that's where it ends. Da -da -da.
That's not Kenta's Digimon. No! Oh, I thought for sure it was going to be. Okay, well, I don't know who the hell that was. It, it, it's Rio Cat. Oh, well. That That's his bio-merged with his partner, is, is the Ultraman-looking dude. Okay. Which you would have known if you watched the preview. But I don't, so I didn't. Well, maybe you should. Okay. Well, I'm not going to, so... Fair enough, I guess. I don't get paid for this, so... That's true. But you don't have to pay for this either, so... I don't have to pay for this? You mean the episodes? Yeah. Well, just in general. Okay. Like, like hosting's not free. Oh, that's true. Domain names aren't free. A lot of things that aren't free. True. So this episode starts with seven minutes of Digivolution sequences. Yeah. That's why I was saying it was like a third of the episode, basically. Yeah. It was forever. And I don't think like any of the any of the introspective things the kids did were like even like good per se. Yeah. I, I feel like most of them were things like that never came up before and I think were implied to have come up before. And I'm just like, that's weird. And then Takao's just like, man, being a Digimon's great. That was kind of my takeaway from, from those segments. I don't know. It seemed like it was implying... I'm not really sure why those happened, for one thing. Like, it seemed to be implying that this is supposed to be the growth that the kids have been having. But also, like, the Matrix evolution is supposed to be them becoming one with their Digimon. And I don't know how you can have that when it's just talking about them as people, their individual growth, you know? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they had to, like go through and get to like their true feelings before they could merge with their Digimon or something. Maybe. I mean, I guess that works, but did the Digimon have to grow to be able to do that? Um, their partnership and bond grew throughout, so they were just kind of taken care of. I guess. I don't know. I don't have a super... I guess I just, I would really like it to be more of a partnership than it is. Like, the Matrix Evolution feels like it's just more of a, uh, like, fantasy fulfillment for people who wish that they were Digimon, rather than actual partnership with another human being. I mean, not human being, but another life form, you know? Um, I mean... I can see that. Also hard to pull off in, in a show. I suppose. Also, the like Rika's one really makes it sound like she thought that her dad left because she was a girl. Yeah. There, there's a bit to unpack there, and there's just no context around it to unpack with. At all, right? And you're like, what? And then she's like, you know, I wanted to be essentially like the very best like no one ever was because then that would prove to my dad that I was worth being his child which is a thing that happens to people they feel that way right yeah too bad there's like zero context yeah it was and and also this idea that like henry hurt a kid and then became his very like 
reserved self to deal with that. That one, like, almost makes sense because it almost relates to, like, early in the show where he was concerned about letting, like, Gargoman fully, like, let loose and that whole thing. Right. Like, right. it almost connects the dots. But again, it's like, wh- what? When? What? Again, like, you can't just, like, tell us this thing happened and and then we just immediately accept it as, like, oh, we went through all this character growth for this thing that happened off screen that we have no context for. Yeah, which is irritating, because if you have seven fucking minutes to go through this nonsense, <laughs> you could have done better. I mean, or God forbid, you know, they, they cut into the to the fight time for a little bit. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a whole lot... I mean, there's, like, a lot of words and stuff, but, like, there was also just, like, a lot of, like, Digivolution sequences and fighting sequences... Yeah. But they still had a surprising amount in here. Yeah. They just, like, they just... Either they cut... They rapidly cut between things to just kind of, like, fit the plot dumps between the action or or just they kind of condense it into short, short areas. Like, I don't know. Like, the action was fine. I don't know if we needed as much of it as there was. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm like unsure how how to feel. Like it felt like a fillery episode even though like a lot of words happened. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. I would like to know what happened with Roy and Alice. That would have been more interesting to me than this like recapping of background that we don't really need and never experienced with the kids at the beginning of this episode well it's fine she's gonna be around for one more episode and then she's gone forever i don't know um there's not like a whole lot to say about this episode because it was just like backstory that doesn't matter and will probably never get covered again and a couple of pieces of information that were helpful Look, if if this arc thing does not pay off, I'm going to be upset. Because we've been setting this up, I swear, for like the past like five episodes. Yeah. Like something better come up, come out of that. I mean, I'm assuming it has to because they keep building it up, building it up. Right. I mean, that was like the main thing that happened with like the hacker crew. They're, they're just, like, working on DR stuff, and they're like, maybe you shouldn't run out and try to stop the kids, and instead maybe, like, work on what you're working on so you, this can just be resolved, and then you don't have to worry about the kids. Yeah. Although, on the <laughs> other hand, I feel like, do you need every single person working on this? Couldn't you send someone to the kids to, like, make sure they're okay? I'm asking what? a lot. What are you going to do? They're merged with their Digimon. I mean, I guess they wouldn't even be able to find them, really. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I get it, I guess. But, like, they've also, like, tried to do it before. And I feel like we've just, like, run through this. Yeah. I, I mean, the the thing is, like, if you think about it from the pr- pr- 
perspective of actually having one of your kids in the fight, I think that would be very upsetting and really hard to work under those circumstances, you know? Right. I can see that. Yeah, I don't know. A fair point. But also, like, if you're, like, important to, like, this group that's, like, trying to stop this, like, I don't know. There's also, like, the other end where, like, that energy could be put into completing this work faster so then they can, your kids can be safe. Yeah, but I mean, what are they even doing that's gonna do that? They got the... They got the earlier code of the D-Reaper, so I assume they're going through that to try to figure out how to turn it off. I guess, yeah. Although now the D-Reaper's, like, a human has some human in it, which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it, like, has human in it or is more just, like, its AI has learned some human I don't know. I mean, it absorbs things, right? Like, that's how it got to be how it is in the first place. Yeah, I mean, yes, I guess. I, it ate data. i unsure how it works with humans. Because, like, Jerry's, Jerry's not, if we were to believe the D-Reaper, Jerry's not, like, gone yet. So, she wasn't deleted. Yeah, that's the other thing is it's, like... I mean, she deleted some trees, if we're going to say that. Um, yeah, but th that's because before the the virus was like, I don't know how this, like, organic shit works. And then they figured it out, and now they can delete trees. But, like, only, like, kind of delete trees, because, like, the stumps are there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how, what you know, like, what that's supposed to represent, and... Agreed. Oh, unsure. I I assume we're gonna get to it more. I'm just gonna assume so. Um. Boy, I I don't have a super lot to say about this episode. Like I wrote I wrote notes about this, <laughs> but apparently it's not just like notes. seven minutes of evolution, fighting more fighting. They stop Lee from leaving. Um, there's like a shot, a shot of Rika's family, which is pretty good. Um, Flippy talks Lee down. More fighting. Arc thing. Um, someone pushes up their glasses with their middle finger. Um, friend B, friend A, Guardmount got kicked by friend A's sibling. Um, Susie. It is a sibling. Okay. I assumed. I don't know. Um, Susie fighting with upbeat music, more fighting with, like, re uh, with like shots to everyone. Um, they take down the agents. The thing grows bigger. Um, Kenta ran away from home to go join the fight. Um, Susie helped Lotman become big again but maybe isn't going, but allowing her Digimon to go was kind of unclear. 
um, Takato can't keep Biomerge form when he gets sucked into the D-Reaper. They're also bad at fighting the D-Reaper that aren't the agents. They, it doesn't do anything much. Yeah, I don't know. That was confusing to me. Um, Kuluman maybe has, like, a jury sense and wants to go inside the D-Reaper, and Itman is possibly going to help Kuluman out with that. Um, there's all the talk about Jury being an interesting sample, about how the D-Reaper is like, fuck humans, they only lead to destructive stuff, sorrow, etc., etc. Um, there's some weird body horror-ish thing where, like, Jury, like, grows big, and then, like, gets, like, agent wings and stuff. Um... The D-Reaper has concluded that humans don't deserve to exist. It also figured out how to destroy trees. Takato's like, I'll save Jiri no matter what. Um, D-Reaper's like, eh, I'll delete her at some point. Um, Guardman shows up, and then Justice Man shows up. Yep. I, that's pretty much it. Yep. I, it wasn't like a, you know, raucous episode. Nothing, like, incredible happened. It wasn't... It was, like, weirdly fillery without being filler, you know? Because it seemed like there were only a couple of things that really needed to be in this episode. Yeah, and kind of just all the stuff they used words for, just, like, it condenses down to, like, short sentences. Right, like that, like that. Takato talking to the D Reaper is like the final like third of the episode, but it's just like D Reaper analyzed humans, decided humans shouldn't exist. Yeah, the first third is the kids like saying these things about how they've changed that I just really could have done without, frankly. And then transforming. A third of this episode is everything else, and then the last third is him talking to um not so jerry and yeah i mean like like very little information there and like the last part was like kind of interesting that's like we've also like seen it before though like the the talking with the ai that wants to destroy humans i mean we watched atmon this is right. a trope we're familiar with but like well to be fair this came first but. yeah but yeah, I mean, that's, like, an interesting thing to bring up. It's just, like, it doesn't... It doesn't play into, like, more of the fun parts. Like, it, it plays... It plays it, like, straight with just, like... Oh, this thing is decided that humans are bad. It doesn't, like, go into, like, the AI part of it, which I think is where all the interesting stuff comes from. And just kind of like, you know, how this program started, got its sentience, did digital world stuff, came to the real world stuff, and then decided that humans are bad. Like, that's the stuff I want to know about. Like, I understand the end goal, but how did we get here? Yeah, I would have actually, I think I would have preferred if the first third of this episode was like, from inside of Jerry's perspective, or like, followed Jerry's experience somehow of her... You know, like, this could have been a fascinating, the whole episode, honestly, could have been fascinating, like, from the point where she got 
like that drop of uh, D Reaper on her, and then like this either it watching what was happening through her eyes and like talking to her and hearing her sorrow and whatever. Like that could have been a really fascinating character driven narrative for this episode that then leads to like her having this conversation with Takato, a very short version of it, you know. Yeah, I agree. That would have been real fun. That would have been great. And I'm a little sad that that's not what happened. Yeah. I, it's kind of just one of those things with Digimon as a whole where, like, it just doesn't necessarily go deep enough into that stuff. It's always on the cusp of being there, but it never just fully goes through with it. Which, like, is fine. It's a kid's show. I get it. But I still just wanted to go just, like, a little bit further. Yes. I feel like we feel that a lot. I mean, to be fair, it's a kid's show. Right. Yeah, and I think... I don't know. I, I don't have as much nostalgia for Tamers as I do for, like, O2. <laughs> so I think I'm more... I'm less lenient to Tamers than I was with O2. Which, you know, you can take that as you will. Yeah. Like, Tamers is probably a better show than... than O2 with, with some of the stuff it does. I think more interesting things happen in Tamers... Yeah. Um, do I still like O2 more personally? A little bit, yeah, but that's fair, yeah. I mean nostalgia is a real thing, like I also this this series I do have to give them credit feels incredibly different from the first two seasons of Digimon. Yeah. Like the first season of Digimon I have a lot of nostalgia for also, you know, but just was like kooky and kind of fun and like yeah there's some some parts that are like as a kid like oh no what's gonna happen but it was never like everyone's gonna die forever in quite the same way I think I don't know if that's true but I just feel like there's so many more episodes where it's like monster of the week and like just kind of fun and interesting exploring this world like everything's right. gonna be okay and this one's like no, this thing is eating our lives and, like, someone, a, a Digimon actually lost their partner and became possessed. And, like, this is just, I mean, it's not exactly a gritty reboot, but it has some gritty reboot characteristics. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a tonal change from the first two seasons. Yeah. and I'm, Like, it plays more into, like, the mystery and unknown and, like, has not necessarily higher stakes, but I guess... Uh, consequences that kind of persist yeah it's just it's interesting i i wish that if they had done this they'd gone a little further down that path right and i think i mean i i think they they have just because like i think atman goes further down with it and kind of takes that next step of like depth of going into a lot of the neat ideas you can have with it. I don't know about that. I I, I feel like Admon was still pretty fucking cheerful. 
I mean, Avalon feels more to me like first season than it does like this season. But Leviathan wanted to digitalize everybody and like murder them. Yeah, but like it was so cheerful. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's I'd really have to interrogate my feelings on that. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but it's an interesting thing. I don't know. I I also just feel like Tamers. I feel like Tamers works be- works better looking at it in arcs than episode per episode basis, because I feel like a lot of these I can forgive in just like the sequence of them instead of looking at them one at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair, but we're watching them one at a time, right? But, like, even thinking back to, like, the beginning of Tamers, I'm like, yeah, the beginning of Tamers is, like, real solid. Oh, it is. It was, I mean, the the premise is fascinating. The individual episodes aren't that great. I honestly, like, it feels to me sort of like the DBZ thing where there was just so much fucking filler. And when you take it out, it's a much better series. I mean, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. But just there's a lot of pieces of this that don't feel like they were really necessary. Um, right. And you could even gotten... here though, like it's not like most of this wasn't unnecessary. This episode, it's just, they could have chosen to do other things. Like in the end, I still think this episode's like fine, but it kind of just extends out a sh- a short bit of dialogue into going into it like a little more in depth, I guess, to like get the get the point across to a younger audience. And then there's like a lot of fighting because we haven't had a lot of fighting recently. Well, I mean, have we? I guess I, now I'm trying to remember what the hell happened in any of these episodes. There's fighting, but it hasn't been like an entire episode of just fighting the way that it was for quite a while. Right. So, yes, I guess I agree with you there. So, yeah, I mean, also, like, it seems to be, like, the premise of, like, setting up, getting, like, the like the secondary tamers to come in and stuff. I uh, Like, it's fillery, but I feel like it's at least building to something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, fair. unexcited to see what happens next after this. Even though you've already seen it in the preview. I mean, I've seen some of it. <laughs> so, like, oh, I mean, this episode's, like, fine. This is still, like, a three out of five. I think, at least. I think so. It, it's a weird three out of five because it's, like... Like, it had so... I feel like this is what I say every other week. It's just, like, it, there is so much potential here. <laughs> And I just, I don't understand what happened, but. Yeah, I mean, it's doing some of it. Like, I think what D Reaper stuff there is, is interesting. I think the ARC stuff is interesting. Like, all of the things that it spent time on, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, really, like, the only part that didn't hit super well was, like, the beginning seven minutes. Yeah. The beginning seven minutes was bad, and the the end part dragged a bit, and the middle was very chaotic. We've been getting a lot of these very chaotic episodes recently, where it's like six different things happening, and we're just like going back and forth between them. Yeah, we, we kind of do have like a lot of shotgun cuts just between everything that's going on. 
Yeah. Explaining those is, it's hard to know whether you should just like separate the storylines and tell each storyline, which I have not been doing, or just telling it as it happens, which is what I have been doing. Right. feels more authentic, but it also feels more like hard to follow. I mean, you could almost argue that's done on purpose to like, to tonally set the overall thing of what's going on. Well, yeah, I think it's supposed to feel heightened, you know, like, oh, everything's really stressful and all this stuff is going on, which is fine. You know, that's a, that's a technique. That's, I don't have anything to say about that. It's just keeps happening. (laughs) feels like there are other ways to build that kind of feeling. Right. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, me too, I think. Uh, D-Reaper episode from the perspective of Control Jury. Please please retroactively be created. Yes. I'd okay. like that episode. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. You could, you should write that episode. Uh, I don't know how to write. Okay. Uh, would you like to hear a poem? I would like to hear a poem. We, In our own stories, we are judged unworthy. What does this say? That was deep. <laughs> R, I'm 14 and this is deep. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's subreddit. how I can be 14 again. What? Oh, there you go. We've done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, internet, you can find us on it at goingdigitalpodcast.com, where there's all sorts of links and things. Um, yada, yada. Generic podcast outro stuff. Um, the Digivolution decided that humanity can, can stay around. Excellent. And uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop.